This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to Seagull Social, Season 2, Episode 26. Uh, we are your boys, Maz, Ben and Ryan. And of course, uh, we, we by popular demand, we got asked not to do this podcast today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> however, we are we what are talking about. We yeah. won 3-0. Shane Duffy's got a hat-trick. Let's just pretend <laughs> yeah. that we won the game. Just do podcast pretending we won the game. No, Sanchez no. Was, on, was on so, fire, mate. Yeah, Fox Fence was on fire. Brick wall in front of Sanchez. Unfortunately, our love for this club um, actually blinds us to to this. So we we actually have to most, we're actually yeah. obliged to do Sorry. this. Um, and also, actually, do you know what, boys? I don't know about you, but for me, it's a nice little venting session. I just let let all my anger mm. out, or let my all it my, makes a nice uh, change, actually, doesn't it? We haven't had yeah. this kind of episode for a long time to actually talk no. about yeah, yeah. how awful we were. So <laughs> yeah. it's quite a nice change, to be honest, if we're looking at the positives. <laughs> yeah. You know, look, look at the positives. Wait up. Yeah. Right, boys. Glass so, half full, glass half empty. You know, exactly, exactly. Right, Ryan, kick us off, mate. I know you're at the game, so it's uh, it's probably the best. You're the best. Fucking boo! Uh, boo! Uh, yeah, go on. Yeah. What, what, what were your thoughts generally on the um, game? Can I just say before I go into the game, go though? On. So you know how I always remember last, last season, the, the birthday curse thing? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A week today is my birthday, boys. <laughs> I think saying. it's still the curse. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, it's not technically my birthday yet, so maybe we can let that one slide. But I'm just saying Aston Villa could be a shambles. Oh, right. but, but but before we get it, anyway, it doesn't matter. So, yeah. Oh, um, the booing thing. Let's, let's just do that first because that was just ridiculous. Obviously, half-time, um, there was booze. And there was most at the at the ref, to be fair. A lot of it was at the officials. And that's fine, right? I'm not saying that. Let's just get that bit out of the way because I was getting called like under the club's thumb and something ridiculous saying that, you know, you can't boo because Ryan had said, said so. It was another one like, shut up. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, all I'm saying is... Don't boo the team. It's just, it's just. How are you expecting them to react? You're thinking they're going to do better. I, I don't know how you think that booing them is going to make them improve, or you know, you just get. You're a fan. You get behind the team. That's what you do. Um, we've been through worse than this, you know. Um, but yeah, I was, I was purely aiming that tweet at people that were booing at halftime towards the towards the players, towards the manager, whatever. Not towards the the refs. Like that's just silly. Because why would I? I don't care what the refs are. It's not nothing to do with that. It's just purely at the the team. Because I just think it's stupid. How can you? Boo the team. We're in the best position we've been in 
ever in our history. We've had a very, very good season. The whole team's pretty much played well. You could hardly say a player in the whole team yeah. for the whole season's been poor. We were in the, a really good position. So to boo the team is just, my, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, my, my view on the whole booing thing is, is simply like, fair enough, if we've gone, let's say, I don't know, because uh, you know, we went through that run where we didn't win for like two, three months. Like, why weren't people booing then? Why, why weren't people Well, they booed crazy? at Leeds, didn't they? They booed at yeah, Leeds yeah. and we had yeah. the same thing. I know, and also, yeah, at Leeds, yeah, that's, yeah, you're right, you're right. And then, but, but also, like for me, after one bad performance, I don't understand the booing. Like, if there's, a, if, there's no. if there's like five, six performances where they've been crap every game, I can then maybe mm. understand why fans would be frustrated and want to show that by booing. I I, I might understand mm. it more. But after just one poor performance, after we beat Watford as well, um, like I just yeah, for me it just doesn't make sense. This, the thing is, right, the way I look at it is, I've never I've never ever ever booed the team yeah, ever same. in my life. Yeah, like right. every game I've ever been to, the 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 bad days, I've still never booed the team. Right, so. This was probably up there with one of the worst losses at the Amex, hundred percent. Like this is this is up there, you know, probably fourth, fifth placed as to you know. This comes up there with Millwall. This comes up there with uh, Bournemouth. This comes up there with Cardiff. Some reason yeah, the Cardiff one was, felt that was worse than because uh, that was literally like three days after yeah. losing five 0 to Bournemouth. It was yeah, that I agree. Was the dark. And um, they were struggling as well, weren't they? Like yeah, the and the the Millwall game always comes to mind every time with Hippie. It's the thing it was nail in his coffin. So it's just those. It's just those. One of them days, isn't it? I think the only way to really say about it is what Adam Lalana said. To be fair, he was very honest in his interview. Uh, Graham Potter was very honest. Look, just got to move. We've just got to move on. It's just one of them days. We can't. We can't like you know um, dwell on this for the rest of the week because otherwise we're just going to go lose to Villa. Mm. Um, we've we've literally just got to draw a line. We've had a very bad day. No one was good. We just got to move on. Like it yeah. is as simple as that. I hate to compare us. I hate to compare us to Leeds United fans. But like just watching them play Man United yesterday, like they're four two down, they're still singing as if they're winning. It's yeah, like yeah. you've got to like kind of applaud. That's it. real. Fans, that's not isn't that's it? not just Man United, by the way. They do that quite often. Yeah. So like mm. sometimes you do have to hold your hands up and say fair play. Yeah. Yeah. And also no, it's, yeah, hard to, it's hard to turn a, It's hard to make a whole stadium suddenly have that sort of mentality to yeah. keep singing in tune, especially I, when I we struggle that. to get the East and West singing. I did see. I did see that. I saw. I saw. I saw a few people like, "Oh, why don't we have the same atmosphere as Leeds?" It's like, well, <laughs> you can't just change it like that. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't just happen overnight, lads. Um, yeah. you know, it might start with you singing and actually getting involved a little bit, and then you might see some progress. But uh, yeah. yeah, and also as well, I thought. I thought seeing Aaron Lennon pull back the years, I was like, "This just a pity." Yeah, what the fuck? Like, what a goal! What a goal! I mean, Jay Rodriguez, where like, caused Aaron goal. Lennon absolutely caused us so much trouble. <laughs> yeah. It's like the most random. Mate, Way course was he was on yeah, fire. He was absolutely yeah, yeah, on his field nuts. day. He was just dominating us every we single him out time we got the ball. The, before the yeah, game, we, we did say that. Yeah, yeah. trouble. He was really clinical in Dort- uh, Dortmund in, in the Bundesliga, Probably, wasn't he? Yeah. But yeah, he just he just um, destroyed us. And to be honest, I think yeah, obviously we did miss Duncan Webster. I'm not going to put it on Duncan Webster being out because we've still got a squad there to be able to play a Premier League football match. There's no excuse um, to turn up in the way we did was embarrassing. Like you know. If, from start to finish, we were a shambles. I mean, to be honest with you, actually, I'll get into that because the first minute, I think it was, they'd already had like two corners. I mean, we were, we were right up against it from yeah. the beginning. And, and I was just saying to dad, like my, my dad was like, um, this is going to be like one of them 90 minutes you're never going to get back, isn't it? And we said that like seven minutes in. And you could just, it just set the tone, didn't it? It was just one of them, it felt flat. It was, it was a horrible day. It got absolutely soaked. And the ground was pretty much empty. And we lost 3-0. I mean, to Burnley. <laughs> What's do you, do you good think, about though, that? Do 
do you think it's either who are you blaming here? You're saying it was just a complete off day for all the players, or do you think it's Potter's fault for maybe putting that back four of a pretty weak centre back mm. pairing of Elman? I think that that those two together, Veltman and Duffy, are too weak. It's never going to gonna work, four. was it? I no. feel like we should have. I know it's against Burnley, um, but you know they had come in a bit of form against the recent performances. I think they're maybe a bit too naive and underestimated them. Like I feel I like think it should have been a back five. Even if it was with Hayden Roberts as well as Veltman and Duffy, you're still just a bit that bit more secure. With a guy yeah. like Weghorst, obviously now the Premier League know what it's like, so I don't think people will be a bit uh, too mean, naive on them. Ben, if you if you want to dig it deeper, then you could say, well, surely it comes down to some some transfer business. You know, getting rid of Seven Burn, Burn, getting yeah. rid of... White, you know, these are two really good players that we've let go of, versatile players that we've let go of and not replace them because, you know, we've been told we've got plenty of, you know, young players to come up through it. Instead, we've put Duffy and Veltman in, you know, that's not, not what we've great. been sold. So I, I don't know. I just think um, I, I put it down to poor transfer business, if I'm honest. Um, and, that, and that, I think, reflects onto the squad depth that we've got now. I don't think we've got... You know, last season I put it on. Like we had, we could have had Lamptey, we could have had White, Dunk, Webster, Kukurea as a back five. That yeah, would have I saw been that. that was nuts. Unreal, that, unreal. Next. Yeah, but instead we've got Veltman and Duffy at the back. Veltman Duffy's past it. I'm sorry, he is. Um, now there's no no disrespect to Duffy's time here. I've loved Duffy, but he's past it now. He's a Championship player now. He shouldn't be in the Premier League anymore. Veltman is okay. He's consistent, but he's not a leader. He's not going to be, you know, if if Duffy's having a bad day, Veltman's certainly not going to have a good one. So that was sort of our problem. Um, Kukurea was probably had one of the worst games. I think he's probably ever had in his, in his life. He was probably Burnley's best Mark player. Mark and Aaron Lennon as um, well. Mental. And I think I think Lamptey was just too scared to take anyone on because I think if he if he actually yeah, left McNeil, them on his own, McNeil was brilliant against him. Yeah, he was good, him. but I think the Lamptey just wasn't taking anyone on. He just felt like he just didn't he trust the Clark, defense he got behind him. Maybe. A few times, didn't he? he yeah, did yeah, that too. Tackles. So I'm on the centre back before I forget. Like I know um, Webster's have been a bit like inconsistent in recent games. Um, I heard one of the commentators saying, "I think we've only won one game at, from the ten that he's been like ten, wasn't missing. it? Yeah, it wasn't Shearer yeah. said that thing, which is not yeah. Oh, that was it, Shearer. Yeah, match of the day. Mm. And then obviously with Dunk out as well, it was just never really going to end well. I don't know no. if Duffy's time is over. I think he was just like mm. he was kind of found out against like a pretty nasty uh, forward line like that, I, and especially he, um, the pairing that he was in. Uh, yeah, I, I think Duffy struggles with a back four. Like if you put him in a back five, he's you know he's got two. You know, like they always talk about systems. Yeah, well, so, like, yeah, but when you know, Maguire yeah, struggles with three and etc. But like yeah. for me personally, like you see him in a three back three, he usually looks quite comfortable because he's got two other people covering him. Yeah. Whereas when he's with mm. just like a Veltman, for example, because let's be real, Veltman as well. I don't think he suits a uh, a back two as well. Like, I, I much prefer him in a back five. So I don't know. I just felt like them two in a back four just for me wasn't the right yeah, well, choice. Right. I think. I think the, you know, the trouble is now we've with, got. Um, even if we had a back three out of them two defenders and we didn't have Webster, we had Dunk because Webster's always injured for seemingly. So if we just had Dunk in there, right, I still don't think we would have been very good because last season, as I say, we had we had quality in the in the back. We had quality like White Webster Dunk was one of the best trios of defence in the league. Um, Whereas now, you know, that's not quality anymore. That's just people covering each other. And the chances are, that's probably Dunk covering the majority of it. And the Dunk's not even come back that strongly. I don't agree with the fact he's finished, but he's not even come back that strongly. Um, so we haven't actually got the quality anymore. And I'd say, to be honest, our best defenders are currently out on loan now. Um, apart from Duncan Webster, obviously. But I think in terms of direct replacements for sort of like Webster-esque sort of players, Van Heck. 
They're out on loan. We need them now, and we don't what? have them. One question though, one question, and I've asked this multiple times now on the pod. I think last sort of past few weeks, why is Hayden Roberts not getting a chance? Like, if he's good, if he's good enough to be in the matchday squad, surely he's good enough to be given a chance. That's how I look at it. It's like, why Mm. is he always on the bench? Why is he always in and around the matchday squad? They obviously don't trust him. Potter doesn't trust him somewhat for some reason. Why though? I don't know. Maybe he's not ready. I think if he wasn't ready, why would you keep him but get rid of Van Heck or get rid of Ostergaard? When Ostergaard, I thought, has proven that he is ready for the Brighton team. Mm. Um, I thought if there's anyone... Yeah, if anything at the beginning of the season, out those two, I would have put my money on Hayden Roberts going out on a load Ostergaard being more involved. And everyone was saying that Ostergaard's like, you know, future captain material he's an absolute monster in the air he's, he's good with his feet and he was really impressive in pre-season I really yeah, liked against him Rangers, wasn't he? Um, okay. yeah and I thought we've actually got ourselves our Ben White replacement right here this is Ostergaard he's only 21 he's younger than Ben White even looks really good we get rid of him but yeah we've kept we've kept Hayden Roberts who you know I, I would have said if anything if if Potter was going to be really bold because he can be at times take Duffy off and put Hayden Roberts in at half time when, when he pushed Sanchez and they've both had a little fallout. Take him off. Get him out. Get him off the team and put put him in. Because I just think we've got nothing to lose anyway. We're gonna lose. Just put him in. Like we did with um Ferguson. We brought him on because they're you know three two or three nil down at the time. Yeah, that was quite strange. You think of all the times where he's had an opportunity to bring Ferguson on, when we've maybe Mm. been a bit comfortable, maybe against Watford, could have brought him on at the end there to be a bit more comfortable. But bringing him on against Burnley when we're 3-0 down or whatever I think he literally just came on after they scored yeah. their third goal um, yeah I don't it was know, actually just before just before well, just before that was it yeah it was literally like two yeah. minutes before yeah that's right yeah yeah. I don't know I think that's quite tough on Ferguson to bring him on thinking you would like to make a change but yeah. I don't know I'll tell you another talking point actually um, and I'll start at this one is Eve Basuma and I, I've already I think everyone knows my thoughts on Eve Basuma I'm, I'm not a big fan of him I like him as a player I don't, I don't really like him anywhere else um, but I I think his head's gone, if I'm honest. I think he's off in the summer. And people were saying, you know, um, you can't say that after a couple of games. And we shouldn't be so entitled to expect him to clap him off. That sort of stuff. But I stayed to the end of the Burnley game. And I watched. I wanted to watch everyone come off the pitch. And that's what I did. Um, and we had, I think it was Mope. Mope seemed like he really, really appreciated the, the fans that did stay behind. And, and, and probably the... the the post-match stuff was probably the loudest that Amex was all day. It was really loud, people singing out. I say really loud, but for what was left of it, singing Albion. Um, and we had, we had you know, like Mope. Who was the other one that went around literally every corner? Duffy did, to be fair. Veltman, I'm pretty sure. But it was Kukurea and, um, and Basuma just walked straight down a tunnel. And I get that you want to get out of it and, and you feel like the ground wants to swallow you up when you lose 3-0, but... I would rather you just come out brave it and thank the fans for at least sitting sitting by and watching you play. Like we've sat there giving you support. We haven't gone. We've stayed here. Yeah, fair enough if, the, if you're referring to the fans that leave and, and talk rubbish on social media. That's fine. They've left. They're not They're not relevant. But the people that have stayed and watched you, you can't even give your appreciation. Like most people, if it's an away game, there was an away game as well. Was and the, they yeah, go to up. watch wasn't you play. Man, wasn't it Man United? Basuma ran That's it. Apparently, yeah. apparently Cucurella ran after him and didn't yeah. run to the fans as well. Man United like, away. People have travelled six hours-ish to go to Manchester kick-off. on an 8-15 kickoff on a midweek game and you can't even give them five, not even five minutes of your time just to applaud the fact that they've made the trip to watch you play. Like, that is pathetic. I'm sorry, it's pathetic. And I'm not saying that we're entitled to 
you know, fans, you know, sometimes players have a bad day. They want to just get out of it. And I get that sometimes. They don't think about it. There is times where that's applicable. But I think two or three times in a row now, now I'm not saying about Basuma as a as a player, um, but I do think it's now starting to affect his performances. He just doesn't he just doesn't look half the player. Since all the allegations, I think, yes, he had a good game against Tottenham. Um but I just think really, overall, he's really not been the same player since all of this come out. And it's particularly in the last few weeks. Since the I, know, I think the last couple of games he's been a bit off it, but I don't know, his he's performance has it. never really dropped. His yes, performance has never really dropped think. after the allegation. Yeah, no, yeah I just yeah. think the past few games has been a bit like that. Yeah, for, I yeah, just feel like his head's not in it anymore. Games. I just think since the transfer window, I think he just wants to... And I don't blame him in a way. You know, you're, you're good enough to play for another a bigger team. Um, but I think we... If if there's any bit of business that probably we should have done, it was letting go of Basuma in January. Because I think now, if nah, you're gonna nah, not nah, give nah. the, if I, you're I not just... gonna, I'm I'm saying bold though. I, wait, let me finish it, and I, on, then you on, can on. talk about it. Yeah, go on. So I think overall, right? If if you're not gonna be bothered, and this doesn't just apply to Basuma, this applies to anyone. I've said it. I said it when Liam Brigcut refused to play. Like this isn't new, but I mean. When if a player just looks like he's not bothered, get him out of the team because they're not any help. Just drop him for a couple of games against Villa. We need players that are actually going to care because against against Burnley, it really didn't look like many players cared. I mean, we had Lalana giving a bit of it, like he looked like he actually cared that we lost. Mope looked like he actually cared. Alexis McAllister cared, but other than that, it was just everyone's heads dropped after two minutes, and it just didn't look like we wanted it. And I think that was the problem. It just looked like everyone's heads were on the floor. And and Potter said the same. You know, he said it comes down to him. But I think a lot of it does have to, you know, the players have to take responsibility too. The head's dropped. And that's not down to Potter all the time. It is down to Potter a lot of the time. Um, and I think he'll accept that too. But I think it just looked like they weren't bothered. And the ones that aren't bothered, I don't think they should play versus Villa. I'd rather have, you know, Villa aren't on a good run anyway. But I'd rather us put out a team of players that are actually going to at least try than a bunch of players that are going to accept a 3-0 defeat and then walk off the pitch after a 3-0 defeat. I'd rather just not... I don't want to see them in the team next week, mm. if I'm honest. Yeah. Sorry, no, anyway. I, th- I think, yeah, no, I think just on, on the whole Basuma thing, like, for me personally, I, don't, I yeah, I, I agree with Ben as well. I don't think, like, since the whole allegation thing, I think his performances have st- stayed up. But, yeah, like, against Tottenham, obviously, he was amazing. But then the past couple of games, he has been poor or below his best. Uh, to to better, he was certainly poor against Burnley. Certainly yeah, yeah, poor against yeah, Burnley. Yeah, yeah, he's he's bad against Burnley. And then I just feel like um, you know I, I, I don't know what it is. It's like I, I don't want to defend him or anything, but like, I feel like you know players do go through dips and they go through do, do go through bad form. And is that just like if it carries on, like you know if it, like next game he's he's terrible, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, then you can maybe have an argument of like okay, yeah, his head's gone. You know he doesn't want to play for us, blah blah. blah. But I think he's always shown passion for Brighton. He's always shown that he loves Brighton as a club. Like you know he knows the club's stuck by him through all these allegations through these tough times and like, I feel like he does have that affinity with the club I know I know he didn't clap the fans last game but like, I'm like for me personally I'm like is it that deep one game like if you don't, I know he done it twice but like is it that deep for like everyone to be calling for his head and like oh the thing is even if he goes and even if he goes and claps all the fans next week now it's not really going to mean anything because he'll have just been doing it off the backlash no yeah so, no, I, 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 think, I think looking at it he's like he's had a maybe a season and three quarters of consistent good games He's had like a couple off days and a couple of days where he hasn't been. I'm not disrespecting him as a player. Dis- can I just yeah, say, yeah. I'm, not I'm saying he's obviously, and again, like Lalana said, like people, they're human beings. He's obviously really disappointed in himself. And sometimes yeah. people just react. I mean, I'm only playing devil's avocado. 
Um, people just like sometimes react differently to situations like that. He maybe can't hack the fact that he's had two poor performances. One against Man United, who's been linked with so much, probably trying to perform at Old Trafford well. Yeah. Had one decent half and then obviously all went to shit. He had a goal that caught, you know, he got dispossessed for a goal at Man United. They scored from it. And against Burnley again, when Aaron, like Jay Rodriguez, he lost a fucking battle with Jay Rodriguez, put mm. him on the floor and then put Aaron Lennon through. So yeah. two goals were kind of down to his mistake and, yeah, I'm not saying that he should. I'm not saying he has well. every right to walk down and not clap the fans. Players should clap the fans, so at least they should do. But um, yeah, I'm just saying that's maybe yeah. that's just his mentality. And also as well, really deal with things like that. Also as well, like you see, like um, was it Ronaldo does it every fucking game? Whenever they lose, he's literally straight down the tunnel. It's like, yeah, what, yeah. What, you know, what, I, I, I get, I get it. It's not good. It's not good. I'm not, I'm not saying it is good, but like. Let's keep the same energy. If, if you know, I know I'm not saying Ronaldo and Basuma on the same levels, but let's keep the same energy. Like if, if people, you know, no, people don't seem to above, sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't seem to be doing <laughs> that. But um, yeah, anyway. Yeah, um, but I don't care about Ronaldo. I, I mean, no, no, of course, like, I know, I know. But I mean, like, I'm using him as an example. He, he doesn't really get yeah. called out as much as let's say, you know, I, I don't really see a lot of people go, oh, Ronaldo, he didn't clap the fans. I don't, I don't really see much of that. With with Brighton, um, I um, I've always stood stood by the same opinion. So like. As I say, with like Liam Brigcut, when he refused to play, he was linked with Sunderland. I remember it, and he didn't want to. He didn't want to play for us. I'm not saying he's done the same, Basuma, but I'm just saying, it, you know, I've always, I've always just wanted a bit of appreciation. You know, you you spend your time and money to go to these games. Oh, I got absolutely soaked wet yesterday. Uh, sorry, yeah. the day before, watching the absolute garbage, and and I, I was just saying to everyone around me that was left anyway, and we were just like. Why are we still sitting here? Why are we doing this? Because we're silly. We're bright. We're, bright, we're football fans. This is what we do. We sit through these rubbish times, yeah. and we just we still mm. applaud them off because that's what we do. That's what football fans do. Um, not the ones that go and slate them all, and and, and, and I'm not doing that um, because it's very easy to come here and slate the whole team today. But I'm not going to because obviously it is a bad day at the office, um, and the ones that do care um, and show they do care. And I'm not saying all the players don't care, but I'd have liked to see the heads not drop after the first five minutes because it was really poor. And I think I think most fans will probably agree with that. I don't think too many should disagree in that the least you want is just some, you know, players that aren't just going to be like this. I mean, it'd be like, you know, if I was filming something and then, I don't know, it goes a bit wrong after the first couple of minutes and then my head's just down for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Like, what's the fun in that? It didn't you know, look at least, like they did it. At least try and look like I'm trying to, you know. It looked, you want to keep it looked like we were up. destined for that loss, really, after the goal. Like, even when it started, they were just like pressing us and you just thought, God, they're bang up for it. And even like in the build-up yeah. of the previous podcast, we were saying like, we break people's ducks all the time. Weghorst gets his yeah. first goal. You know, Burnley, think, <laughs> yeah, what have we got written down here? They, they had them Prior to the yeah. game, they'd only scored 17 goals. And then against <laughs> us, they scored three goals from four shots on target. Like, when have they ever been clinical like that? Banging goals. Yeah. We should probably talk about the goals because they are great goals. Start with yeah. the first one. Really good Credit goal. Like, course, unbelievable finish. I don't know if Sanchez could have done much about it. Yeah, um, it defensively, it defensively, I don't know. He kind of pulled away just on the edge of the box. Good, just good striking ability. And then yeah. the second one, oh, that the was second one for me. Oh, yeah, that, that, is, that, that was not good. That's that was awful. Good. The second, the Duffy. first and third goals were good, but the second goal was just yeah, a shambles. Like Duffy lost just, his head. Yeah, yeah. Duffy lost his head. He and got then beaten he tried... by Weghorst, didn't he? Like, you think he's about yeah. to head it back to Sanchez Awful. and then Weghorst like, bodies him out of the way. But then and Brownhill, yeah, I really felt like Brownhill got into the box way too easy. Like, what, I think he His first Premier League goal. 
His yeah. first Premier League goal. Like, what yeah. the fuck, honestly. Didn't Brownhill so score... Do you know what? A really random memory, and I might be completely wrong in saying this, but Brownhill sits in my memory. Because yeah. Bristol City, wasn't it, the game yeah. we should have won the league at the Amex? Yeah. We had yeah. all the flags and everything. And Brownhill was the guy that scored. I mean, he's 2-0 or something so, like that. 1-0, I don't know, something like that. 1-0, I think. 1-0, yeah. Yeah. And it was just an awful day. Um, but yeah. Um, no. And even the third. So, like, yeah, like I said, Basuma loses the ball. I think Lennon's Lennon's touch to take him away from Cucurella mm. is so. I don't know if he meant it. If he did, it's unbelievable. He's such a great touch and sets him so well. And obviously, the finish into the top left corner. Yeah, like great that. finish. It was great Aaron finish. Lennon, mate. He was playing football <laughs> when I was like a baby. I swear it out like that. <laughs> oh, honestly, nah, I was, was the same height as him when he last scored a goal in the Premier League. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's, he's, yeah, the, the first and third goals, I've got no qualms about. It. They were just good goals. And like, he actually, I was very confused seeing a Burnley side score very good goals. <laughs> I, was, mm. I was very like, is this, what? Is this Burnley? To be like, fair, like they've actually been like pretty decent. I can't like, like yeah, I know I went I on the, surprised. I'm, yeah, I went on the thing last week and I was obviously saying they're a pub side. And I, you know, without Sean Dyche, they are a pub side. Let's be real. I mean, they took how many fans to the Amex? I couldn't even, like, 200. I couldn't even tell you. Probably, like, yeah, probably four or 500, I'd say. I mean, it's, it's a poor turnout in different, but yeah, I think I it mean, was they about really, 800, they said. They really are. And, it is a trek, though, you know, isn't it? I, it's a trek on, on, like, was it? Yeah, we, but it was weird. Bad weather. Who only did we to Burnley? Did we yeah, a couple of thousand? I think we took, yeah, a couple of thousand. They only had 16,000 people at their first home game after COVID or something it's like awful, that. It's awful, isn't it? Like, yeah, they, uh, that's what I mean. Awful. They're just a bit of a nothing club. And that's what I was saying about the whole Sean Dyche thing. When they're, if they ain't got Sean Dyche, they are a nothing club. I mean, they are. Um, you know, the same applies to the likes of, like, I don't know, Southampton or something. They're, they're just nothing clubs. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't change the fact that I'm not it's true I'm no sorry. Southampton but, I love how you're keeping what, this energy was, after a 3 0 yeah. loss to Burnley oh wait no, <laughs> hear me out hear me out hear me out so the way I'm saying it yeah is because everyone and I expect it to be fair and I always say you know people are attacking me at this this actually like fair enough but people were obviously attacking me after that saying if they're a pub team then what are we um I'm saying, yeah, without Sean Dyche, the they're a pub team. You know, I'm saying without Sean Dyche. And to be honest, the pub team reference doesn't even have any applicability. Like, it doesn't it doesn't actually make a difference to how they perform on the pitch. I'm just saying they've got no fans and their ground's horrible. Where course, um, it personally. Got no fans, got no ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where course, watch the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I just I just mean like... Um, imagine if you he lifted know... up his shirt like Balotelli, it says. <laughs> yeah. Who's the pub team now? <laughs> Like, that would, we would be, be funny, officially actually. massive. Yeah, I would respect that. I'll celebrate with him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't even know. But yeah, my point is, to be fair, Burnley played very well, and it wasn't a classic Burnley performance. They were genuinely very clinical. Yeah, mate, they, they, they were, actually they played some decent football XG. times. Uh, here's here's the XG. This silly. surprised me. It's the first time XG surprised me for a few Brighton games. So our XG was zero point six, and theirs was zero point six two. Wait, really? Uh, what for wait, three no. goals? No, yeah, I for three goals. I swear you got that mad. One. No, so, well, theirs was like one point two something, wasn't it? Was it? I thought I thought it was it. I've got zero point six two down here. Wait, let me have a look. X, yeah, let's have a look. XG philosophy. I swear, because I swear, I saw someone tweet about us. Where is it? Where is it? <coughs> uh, Crystal Palace, Brian. Oh no, you're right. You're right. You're right. 
Zero point six two, and they scored yeah, three right. bloody oh, no, goals. That's wait, that's impossible. Is that not impossible? <laughs> How does that work? Well, it's not because they were good finishes. Well, apart yeah, from good. the second one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the second one was probably so low because it was so ridiculous. Because the they first had, like, one, two, three people, three defenders in front of the goal, and some are still managed yeah. to make eighteen deflections and then off yeah, Sanchez, I don't know. And it went yeah. under Sanchez's body, which was just yeah. I don't so, even know how he let that someone in. Someone goes. I just looking at the quote tweets of the XG philosophy, and someone just goes, <laughs> "What is this terrorism?" And then. <laughs> <laughs> and someone goes, uh, where is it? Sh- uh, Potter is so fucking shit. Oh my days! But that's just oh, Twitter for, for you, isn't it? it. Yeah, that's yeah, just Twitter yeah, for you, isn't it? Um, but yeah. Anyway, moving Potter on. Out. Oh we my god! Yeah, oh Potter. my god! I saw Potter outers as well. No, it's actually didn't. Potter outers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get it up. I can't See, remember at, the at kid's this point, name. At this point, I don't yeah, the care because they've yeah, got to be trolling. Game. Surely. Oh yeah, yeah. No, hundred percent. It's just it's just an attention seeking exercise. It's got to be. Hang on, I'm gonna get the tweet because I quoted it. There's, there's um, no way I, there's anyone out we there. Had, we had 68.9% possession. And honestly, with that, what did we do? We literally just passed it about. We could not break them down for love or no money. And it was just so dead to watch. It was so awful to Here watch. You go. I'm just, hopefully Kieran, that game's just an anomaly and we won't have to deal with anything like that for a long time. Kieran G. Nuts. Potter out. Here you go. Potter out. And, He's um, calling him out. I don't, get, no, I'm not calling him out. To be fair, like if that's what he thinks, then fair play. But, but I, right, do, I just find it a bit strange. You've given him he what is, he wants. Yeah. He just wants attention, and you've just given it. Yeah, to sorry, him. Kieran. Yeah, sorry. I've actually <laughs> given you. Uh, yeah, that's attention. what he wants. Damn that's it. what he wants. He just wants. He's doing this for bites. He's doing it for attention. It worked, Kieran. You rattled yeah. me, mate. <laughs> I was fuming after that game. It's worked. You've uh, done me like, in, mate. Then, <laughs> I think we just got yeah. Like a lot of people have said, we've got to put the game behind us now. It's yeah. been it was it never looked good from the beginning, and even pre-match it never looked good. And then you see the team that came out, you just think this this team hasn't really oh, got enough to. to win. That reminds me just quickly, just quickly on on that. So when I see like this that starting lineup, right? I was just confused a little bit. Why, for example, why why did Trossard not start? Like if he's not. If he's not injured, why why didn't he start from the off? Mm, uh, and then like I just feel like that's what that's sorry. This is my point. Sorry, I went I went a bit off piece in my brain there. So my, my point was right. I just feel like we don't have consistency when it comes to that starting eleven. We I know, I know obviously Dunk being out was was out of Potter's uh, Potter's hands. He couldn't do anything about that, and the defense had to had to change uh, accordingly. But for me personally, every game, we don't have a consistent lineup. Like, I want to see us like a... I know <coughs> Liverpool, let's say, you know, during AFCON, they obviously, again, they were missing Salah and Mane, but they still kept that core team. They they, they might swap it, yeah. maybe, you know, a, a defender here and there. But like, I'm so like, jealous we, of Liverpool. We, we, we chop and change so too jealous. much. Like, in my opinion, we just don't have that consistency in the team where every week, yeah. right, okay, we're going to have like, you know, X, Y, and Z starting for sure. And I just feel like he just switches up a bit too much. And I know sometimes it's out of his hands, but... I just feel like, where's the consistency? Why aren't we not having a, a stable sort of 11 week in, week out? And we can just build from that. Like, you, you'll see, I think, a I'd very considerable change. I think it's just one of the more got... formation thing. Like, I remember someone said a mental stat. We had, like, played, like, we had changed formations during the season, like, including during the match, like, 132 times, I think, someone accounted this this season oh, wow. alone. Which we have, though, we have the players to be able to do that so consistently, and which is why we normally do so well, because... We can change formations so so quickly in a game. I think even against like Watford, I think we changed it multiple times, and it works. I feel like that's because we've got we've got such great depth and so many different players that suit different formations and roles. I think that's probably why we don't have that classic start eleven like teams like Burnley do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not saying we have to have the same eleven and, yeah. and the exact same formation each week, but I just feel like sometimes like 
every week there's this is a completely different side, not a completely different side, but there's a few players like you know like Lamptey's in one week, he's out the next. Trossard's in one week, he's out the next. McAllister's in one week, he's yeah, out the next. Yeah, how do you build like, consistency in form? Yeah, like yeah, and like how that, how yeah. can the players then have that confidence? Yeah. But like, okay, I'm you know I can I can put a good run of form here, like you know I can put a three four game sort of run on yes, and point. do well, and then. I just feel like, yeah, sometimes, and again, sometimes it's out of control. I'm not, I'm not blaming it solely on Potter. Like he does sometimes have injuries. He's got suspensions. You know, X, Y, and Z. There's a lot. Oh, of yeah, factors. and where was Webster though? Like I don't even. I still yeah, don't I think know. He, was injured. Uh, he, he pulled up didn't he, on the against. Um, was it Watford? No, who was the game before Burnley? Yeah, no. He pulled yeah, up, remember? He pulled up right at the end. Oh, no, United, at, wouldn't it? United. Yeah, United, remember? He pulled up uh, right at the end. Uh, he was out on the floor oh, holding his yeah, holding his inner thigh, I believe. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he was on the floor. So, yeah, I think he was injured. I'm, I'm 99% sure. Okay. Yeah. The thing is with Webster, yeah, it's like he's a decent player. Um, and I do like him a lot. He's just always injured. Like, always injured. And I, he's becoming a bit of a sick note now. He, he seems to be out too much now. Um, and I don't, I don't, as I say, I don't not like Webster. I think he's a great player on his day. Um, but when he starts to get back a little bit, he gets injured again, and mm. you don't, you don't get to it's see the best. Of, I don't remember the, I don't remember apart from like a few weeks ago, we saw the best, the best of Webster, and that was after taking some time of getting back into the team anyway. And he had a couple of shaky games because he was obviously out. Then he's back, got good again, went down, and then got injured again. And now he's back to where he is because he come back, got injured again, and here we are. I just, I, it's frustrating. I know it's not, it's not his fault, but it is annoying when you know one of your best defenders is always injured, yeah. especially when dunks out. Um, and that's what I think a big problem of our inconsistency in defense is, because obviously Webster's out all the time. We've obviously sold Burn. Uh, we haven't replaced White, and half the other defenders are out on loan. Uh, dunks, are, dunks, um, been suspended, and that's about it, isn't it? And I think who does that? Who does that come down? Where's the fault of that? You know, there is some unluckiness in Webster, but then we should have known he was, you know, going to be taking injuries quite a lot. Uh, that should have been part of, you know, quite basic medicals, I'd assume. Um, yeah, you, I think, don't know. you think selling Burn, you, you'd have it prepared to maybe recall someone or surely one of like the five decent centre-backs we have out on yeah. would have some sort of January yeah. recall. So look, you look at Particularly Matt Particularly like Ostergaard um, and Van Heck. Van like, Heck, yeah. Been, like, people like that. You think that they'd have some sort of recall. And to get rid of Bird and not replace him is, yeah, it's quite... It's poor. It was a Especially when Van Heck, as you say, is, is... We sent him out on loan, Van Heck and, and Ostergaard, knowing they're very close to being Premier League players anyway. Mm. You know, they're not far off it. Um, you know, six-month loan would have even been, you know, fine. They probably would have been able to see the rest of the Premier League season out and they would have been all right. Um, because now we're going to Villa and it actually leads us on to Villa, to be fair, so we could just do that if you want. Yeah. Um, because... I'm a bit worried, if I'm honest. Um, and it's not because of Villa. Um, I know Villa notoriously beat us and notoriously yeah. on my birthday is never great fun. I was, um, I was about to say, I've got a great stat we for you. I know I love my stats. Um, we, we've only beaten on. them once in the last nine games. So Get um, in. Yeah, that was the yeah, 2-1 win away that. when March scored the winner. Yeah, and that was in COVID, so it doesn't really, doesn't really count yeah. anyway. So, yeah, I've got to be honest, I'm not looking forward to it when we've got a team who dropped their heads so quickly. We've got a player who's not very happy. We've got one of our best players injured, Dunk's back, um, but we don't have defenders, really. And that's a bit worrying when you come up against Coutinho and Danny Ings, etc. Ollie Watkins. Mm. The confidence the, uh... of Duffy and Veltman won't be great, surely, after after the Burnley no. display. I mean, you can't. No. Even, you could even argue Lampty and Cucurella's heads might be dropped. Or maybe the whole team for, for, for that matter. Lampty should have his head higher, I think, of the two of them. A bit worse. But... Yeah. 
Kukurea is going to be. Yeah, I always back. I always like Kukurea, but God, that that he was shambolic but against. On a positive Liverpool. note, Villa have also <laughs> yeah, had Villa lost to Watford at home in their recent game, mm. and I think they lost their Newcastle game before that as well, didn't they? Yeah, lost Newcastle. Newcastle. Well, no, so they've got two yeah. wins in ten, haven't they? And I, I saw a Villa, I saw a Villa fan put on saying two wins in ten, but it's okay because we've got Steven Gerrard, and I didn't actually realise it's actually true, isn't it? The, the media don't pick up on it because. Oh, it's Gerard, so we're not going yeah. to slate him. It's the media. Yeah. You don't actually realise that until, yeah, oh my God, Villa have only got two wins in 10. So they are there for the taking. And we know yeah. that. We are good enough to beat them, 100%. Mm. And I'm, I can't be too negative because, as you say, it is one bad game, whatever. It's a bad day. We've got to move on. And if anything, it probably should make the players be up for this one because you don't want to have a day like you did against Burnley otherwise yeah. Villa after that is going to be a lot worse the reaction is going to be even worse and the Amex, Amex is going to be somehow emptier than last time um, so uh, I don't know I'm trying to clutch it, clutch it positives here 3pm kickoff again <laughs> even though it didn't work in our favour oh last yeah game. it is isn't it at the Amex yes. at home you know we let's just let's we've got a win we got yeah. and I, I, I know it's that not a must win. Hates it's not a must win, win. but we yeah, no, it's not a must win, but it's for confidence. Is a must get. win. Is, is I know you know for Europe, I don't think that's very achievable anymore. Looking at Wolves, no. like they didn't even no. necessarily play well against Leicester yesterday. They still got a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah. three games in hand against us. It's not looking great for that. But, but that's what we were doing. That's, sorry, wasn't that's it? also a point someone made. I hate to get away from Villa, but someone was saying like, what are they fighting for now? Like relegations, you know, we're not we're going to get relegated. We can't. You know, Europe's a bit out of reach. Is it? Is the motivation just finishing in the top half of the table? Isn't it? Which can't yeah. be that motivating. No, yeah, that that is true. I I completely understand that. Like, yeah, we're what we're seven points behind Wolves, and they got a game in hand. So uh, that if they win their it's game in hand, happen, that's that's it? ten point gap uh, on Wolves, and it's just yeah, yeah like, and like Tottenham one as well. Yeah, which Tottenham sort of puts one, them yeah. out of us. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the I European dream's gone in it. Yeah. <laughs> that boat sails. It's a good point, Ben. It's a good finishing point. ninth like, is is the is the. But it's a good, it's a good uh, point, though, Ben. It. It's a good point you, you make, though. It's like, yeah, what, what do they have to fight for now? Like, we're not going to get Europe. Uh, we're not going to get relegated. So it's like you know when it comes to like, the Staff last three bonuses, games of the it's season. Literally it. Yeah, no, staff bonuses. They get so whoever, however high they finish, it's just bonuses go up and up and up. Well, that's always yeah. been the case. Like even when we got promoted from the championship, like yeah, I saw. Um, yeah. It was a but still though, it's like, it was like is that is that a big motivation? Is that the motivation like, for players? Yeah. Unless they Clever unless way. they're like fighting for the staff that they have relationships with and things like that. That's their only. It's a clever way of making every employee full and part time feeling part of the bright and progress. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I, I was uh, I didn't actually hear what you said. I was just looking. I was just looking at because you know you mentioned Palace finishing by Palace. They obviously lost their last game as well. What we're seven points clear of Palace. So, uh, so I mean, it's very that's, very possible. That's the motivation there, isn't it? If we, okay, let's, go, let's go back to Villa. Close, yeah, sorry. Let's go back to Villa. Yeah. Um, so threats, yeah. threats for Villa. Um, obviously Coutinho without without Coutinho. the obvious. Uh, without oh, yeah. Coutinho, just Coutinho. Uh, Ramsey, I really like the look of Ramsey. Ramsey. Oh yeah. Oh, don't he's even. A, They've got such a good team, mate. He's a great player. <laughs> Terrific little player. Uh, Terrific little player. Tyrone Mings. Sorry, as well. They've got Mings, so we can just dumb. lump it up to him and hope he makes a mistake like he seems to always do. Yeah, Mings and But no, no one have said that. He'll have a world game. He'll have. He'll, of course, he'll he be will. A world beater against yeah, us. Yeah, you just know he will. He will. Well, Quons, I think Quons is back because um, I'm pretty sure he's got he suspension. Of course. Yeah, get back for us. Yeah, he, he's class. So I'm assuming what? So Mings and Chambers started the last game, and I'm assuming that Conte would come straight back in for Chambers. I'm assuming. 
So we changed. Chambers had a howler, didn't he? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Was that the game well, they lost one 0 So, but yeah, look, I'm just looking at their front sort of six, right? Their attack but, can cause yeah, us Coutinho, some serious problems. Ings, Bendia, Ramsey, Louise, and McGinn. I mean, that's pretty solid. Uh, it's a very solid sort of six players, and they got Ollie Rims Watkins and Robbie. come off the uh, Ollie, Ollie Watkins come off the bench, and Leon Bailey as well. So yeah, they've got Sick. attacking oh we're finished season's done (laughs) season's over in February oh my god right boys let's let's, let's wrap it up then Uh, predictions Uh, Ben we'll start with you predictions Jesus oh I really put him on the spot Um, Villa at home we've we've only beaten them once in the last nine games Um, Uh, let's go for let's go for let's go for a one all draw one one draw No, not bad, not bad, Ryan. That's positive, mate. Uh, do you know what? Positive. Yeah. Uh, let's try and let's try and think of a positive. Hang on, this is a good one. Mope, right? He's one goal off beating Murray's record yeah. of all-time Brighton scorer in, in the Premier League, and he, I think, one of the teams he's always scored against is Aston Villa, Villa. notoriously. Yeah. So, if there's anything to go by there, Mope's gonna have a field day. Four-one Villa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's gonna but score. But would have but a record. Well, also, so he's right. four at the back <laughs> the other end. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, three um, three own goals from Duffy like that. A New Zealand female centre back. That oh yeah, yeah. The thing is, they've still got Coutinho. They've still got etc. Against Duffy, who's got no confidence. Dunk's got no confidence. Veltman's certainly got no confidence. Kukurea's got no confidence, and Lamptey's probably the only shining light in the defence. Sanchez has been god awful for a while now. Um. So, go on. Give us your score. I, I don't want to be really negative, but it's really hard. Um. Let's say, let's say, two one from my two. heart to us. Yeah. From my heart, because Mopey's going to score and it's going to be a great day. We're going to turn it all around. They're going to be up for it. That's what my heart's saying. My head is probably saying two 0 Villa. To be honest, but oh, let's shit, hope not. Oh, That's my head. Not my Actually, heart. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Oh, I don't know. You know what? It's a tough one. I think both teams will score. Um, <laughs> yeah, get that in your hands. Yeah, game, yeah, yeah. <laughs> both teams will score. Uh, I'll go one all. Uh, yeah, one all. Yeah, just to me. sit on the fence. Sit on the fence. Um, oh, just finally, boys. Just before, I don't. Let's not get too much of it because I, I actually have got to. Go, I have to got a dash. But um, just quickly, Duffy and Sanchez obviously kicking off. We didn't. We didn't speak about that. Um, mm. Yeah, is that is that something to be worried about? Do you think it's just one of those like isolated? I think Sanchez would have a, him in twelve in nine rounds. Nine, you know, I think it'd be that a would be fight. a really good fight. Yeah, I think it'd be a great. Fight. I think Two absolute I think mammoths. Duffy would edge it. I'm not going to lie. If he used his head, if it being using your head was all right, <laughs> yeah. then I think Duffy would win. Yeah, yeah in the blue corner, straight one hundred eighty-five pounds, <laughs> Robert the Panther Sanchez. <laughs> Street rules, yeah. Um, no, but I think yeah, I think it was just one of those isolated incidents, wasn't it? I don't think like it's too to read into it too much. I think just spur of the moment, very heated. Um, it's just know, Shane Duffy lost his head. Home. Sanchez yeah. isn't great, and yeah, I just think they it just shows that they care. Each other, really, yeah, I, guess they care. I think um, in Potter's words, it wasn't their best moment. You know, the human beings. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. classic. You know, part of the group. Classic uh, Potter. But, yeah. yeah. He's he's the boat. He's the best media train manager in the world. I think. Yeah, I know. He's got that. He's got that degree. Yeah, in the group. Human human psychology. Psychology. Yeah. So he knows he knows what he's doing uh, when it comes to that sort of stuff. Right, boys. Clever man. Let's wrap it up. So uh, comments down below. What should we do this week? Let's do. uh, Oh, Oh, just just say who 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 you think would fight. 
uh, yeah, who would win the fight between Sanchez and Duffy? Yeah, yeah. comments down below. Uh, who would My win money's the fight, on Sanchez. Duffy. Oh, oh, do you know what? Yeah, I, th- yeah I, I don't know. Yeah, he's got the Irish in him, isn't he? He's got that fucking fighting spirit. He's just I just think, a, I just think I just Sanchez just would think literally dodge him. everything. I just think Sanchez <laughs> would be like Muhammad Ali, just dodging everything. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Comment down below, yeah, who you think would win. Who'd and win and what fight? round as well? Yeah, like how? Yeah, TKO, knockout. That's one positive about Saturday night. Was That fight was good. Khan against Brooke. Yeah, that was sick. That was actually sick. That's and Foden's fight. mum against some scouser. As oh well, my god, I saw that. Rudy's mum, Colleen, or something. Um, right, boys. Um, of course, everyone watching, please do like, comment, and subscribe. It really means a lot to us, as per usual. And if you're streaming on Apple and Spotify, keep on streaming, baby. And then finally, um, yeah, peace out, A Town Down, and we'll see you next week. Peace, peace. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.